0: Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. We have a very sh- special guest today, Mr. Grant Stinchfield from uh, NRA TV. Thanks for being here, Grant.
1: Thank you. I like being called special. That's nice of you. Yes. <laughs> yes,
0: very special. Special guest of the program. Uh, all right, Stu. What is the top story for you?
2: You Never call me special.
0: I, d- never. I, I don't. Never.
2: It's because you're not. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's agreement. <laughs> that's um, uh, one of the worst pieces of media malpractice I've ever seen is going on right now. And it's uh, is remarkable, even that, in today's society.
3: That's
0: what I was going to say. That That mm-hmm. is a high bar. Yes. It's yes. a really high bar. All right, Pat.
3: Not only is there that going on, but there's a lot of dehumanizing going on, and it
1: needs to stop.
0: Okay. It needs to stop. Okay, all right. Hmm, a lot to get into there. Kind mm-hmm. of a, a mystery there. Grant.
1: Have you noticed the Democrats running for president? hate firearms, hate guns and hate gun owners. I'm dubbing it the disarmament primary and uh, we'll tell you why it matters.
0: Mm, all right. A lot to get into there. Obviously, first, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. Uh, if you are. Looking for a home, you're going to need, you know, a home loan or maybe just a refi. Um, Maybe you just had a really ugly divorce and you need to get your ex-spouse off of your off of your home. I don't know what the case may be, but the point is American financing is the place to go when you need to do something like that. Uh, They are salary based not commission based so they're in it to help you they're not in it to get some sort of a kickback from you know one of the financial institutions um, they are truly there to get you the best deal possible Stu I know had an experience with them um, where yeah. they really walked you through all of the different options it's Using it is impossible. Poems.
2: Yeah, no one knows what they're doing. They're just a bunch of paperwork. You're signing and you're signing away your life most yeah. of the time. You want to have someone that you can actually trust, American Financing.
0: So you can go to AmericanFinancing.net or you can call 800-906-2440. Alright, Stu, this is a really, really high bar. Uh, this is a high bar, but I think I can I think I think
2: can clear it here with this one, and it's about Alex Jones. Now, I do not like Alex Jones at all. I think he's awful uh, in every way. Uh, and I think... Uh, you Wait, know, what? Yeah, I I know. I know this is going to be shocking. What? <laughs> controversial. Uh, yeah. He, wow. Where is this coming? From? I know. It's really. <laughs> I know. Uh, he is. Uh, you know. He's done a lot of damage. I think. He's. You know. I. I uh, you know. From everything the from the 9/11 people. conspiracy theories yeah. yeah. all the way up yeah. to what what he's done now with the with the Sandy Hook stuff. And these families, I mean, I, you know, I've said this before, but, like, I, it's hard for me to find a crime that hits you more emotionally than Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. Like, look, you know, like, this has nothing to do, you know, we've talked about this a million times. Like, you know, uh, it's got nothing to do with what the media wants to make it about. They want to make it about restricting your Second Amendment rights, which is ridiculous. But it is a, a horrifically terrifying and, and awful crime, especially because of who was, you know, was the victims, you know, the, the first greeters. It's just it's just horrible. Um, and so this sort of conspiracy factory went into uh, operation afterwards in which they start saying that it didn't happen. That these were crisis actors, like the same stuff they say about everything. As we've always said about Alex Jones, there never, it, there's no such thing as a regular flag. That they're all false flags mm-hmm. to Alex Jones. There's never been a flag. Um, and so this is a, you know, it was a real thing. These parents have gone through hell More than once, because of course, now we have uh, the conspiracy theorists harassing them, you know, going to their town. They've written books. They just want a a big judgment against someone who wrote a book saying that Sandy Hook didn't happen. So, none of this stuff is defendable. Uh, You know, Alex Jones is, you know, the worst. (laughs) However, the media is giving a good challenge here because of this story that's going on. He is currently being sued. Um, about the Sandy Hook situation. And so uh, here are the headlines from all over the media, and you'll notice some names on here that should b- supposedly be much better, right? Like, I mean, raw story, they're going to write whatever headline they want to write. Right, but right. the New York Times is on here, BuzzFeed, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, and all of them pretty much say the same thing. Alex Jones sent emails containing child porn to Sandy Hook victim <laughs> lawyers. Look at the New York Times. Alex Jones' legal team is said to have sent child porn in Sandy Hook Hook's case Uh, Alex Jones sent files containing child pornography to lawyers. like what kind of psychopath sends child porn to the victims of a shooting like this is. I mean, even for Alex Jones, sounds completely insane. Mm -hmm. And it would be if it were at all true. This is like, I mean, you want to talk about media malpractice. What happened here? Is that Alex Jones is being sued, and they're trying to get the information about how he came up with these conspiracy theories? So the lawyers asked Alex Jones in discovery in the lawsuit mm-hmm. to send him all of the files that were on the server uh, and all of the emails that were on the server because we want to check the emails. So what he did, and this, you know, this isn't, you know, I don't know how high quality Alex Jones's lawyers are, but he just literally overshared. He turned over everything. So he turned over to th- not only things that he was, uh, he was uh, you know emailing internally, which is obviously the focus of such an investigation, yeah. but also the uh, public email addresses and everything that flowed into them. So in the public email addresses, people were emailing InfoWars, most likely trolls trying to screw with InfoWars, sending him child porn to try to get him in trouble in some way.
3: How do we know that's not a false flag up <laughs>
2: That's a great point. How do we know? I know really, because I mean, that really is uh, what should happen here. We should just say it's a false flag. But no, I mean, so basically, this guy has a public, you know, you know, uh, info, uh, you know, whatever. Public at infowars.com. People are mm. sending him. Not it's not him doing it. He gets the emails, and in there are terrible files. He he overshares and gives them everything, mm. and then they go to the press and say, Alex Jones just sent us child porn. <laughs> oh come on! They sent him millions of emails, and in there were some public ones uh, about child porn. You know, the fact that, like, that story is the real story is, you
1: know, it's it's not even, it's nothing, right? Like, that shouldn't even be in public information. Mm-hmm. So this is what the media does, though. Yeah. And I think it's what the left does as well is they'll use lies to create a narrative that they want to create. For my argument against the left, I don't need to lie. Like Their actions speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to make up stories. And so now what they've done, and in some respects they're brilliant, they've now forced us to defend Alex Jones yes. in yes. a situation about Sandy Hook. Right. Who wants to be on that side of, of defending him oh, there? But th- they know what they're doing. I'm telling you, the yeah. New York Times and all the other uh, newspapers you mentioned there, they know exactly what they are doing. They are that devious when it comes to this war that's going on.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's true. I mean, and, and you know, look, they want to make anyone who they perceive is right. And how the guy who blamed George W. Bush for the Twin Towers coming down is a, right, a figure on the right, supposedly. I will never know. I'll never understand the answer of how this guy gets you know put on us we're not the he got popular because he was he was saying everything that democrats believed about 9-11 not us remember they were doing polls at that time that half of democrats believed it was an inside job of some sort uh 9-11 that was we were fighting against that right now all of a sudden we're responsible for everything crazy thing alex jones says i don't know how that happens but i mean this that is embarrassing i mean for the media like it's one thing and this is, I think, is a, sort of a foundational problem that we have right now, is that the media makes up their mind um, whether a person is good or bad, and then everything is judged through that prism. It happens, it's happening right now with Donald Trump and uh, Joe Biden. We played a video the other day of uh, one of the campus, I think it was Campus Reform, who went out and said, hey, uh, what do you think about these racist quotes? Who do you think they are, B- Biden or Trump? And they were all Biden quotes, and, of course, everyone said Trump. And, you know, you look at that, and the reason why people believe that is because the media sends a very clear signal. Trump is a racist, and Biden is a, is, a, is a Democrat. He's a good guy. So Biden gets a pass for all of his racist comments, where Trump gets hammered every time he says something even mildly questionable. And it's because the media has made that decision behind the scenes. Trump is a bad guy. Biden's okay. So when Biden does it, it's excusable. It's a silly mistake. It's, it's funny. It's Joe it's being, Joe, being Joe. Joe. When Trump says it, there's a diabolical
1: thing at play here. Yeah. Even worse than that is they've taken, well, Trump is a bad guy and Trump is racist. But then they've moved it to if you support Donald yes. Trump, yes. Yes. Yeah, then you're, you're a, a racist. racist. Yes. Or if you're a gun mm-hmm. owner, then you're mm-hmm. a racist. Somehow you're yes. evil, violent person. And so they've taken this and made it from one person, but simply because we all voted for Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. they turn us into the evil people. Mm -hmm. And and some people, the sad reality is, they believe this stuff, right? The Uber supporters, they'll read whatever their leaders are telling them. I've called it blind liberal zombieism because Mm -hmm. that's what they are. They're blind and they follow like zombies. Mm -hmm. Um, And and the media knows that, and they just get them to follow them.
0: Uh, Pat, I want to move on to. You said there's a lot of dehumanizing going on. Well,
1: yeah.
3: According to Psychology Today, um, this is frightening. If you're a heterosexual cisgender person, so if you're not familiar with cisgender, that's you identify as the same gender you were born with. Okay. okay. For instance, I was born a man, and interestingly, I continue to identify as such. <laughs>
0: really. Yeah. So, yeah, so when you say I, cisgender, you mean you just believe in science.
3: Uh, well, wow, yes, hurtful. that, was that was, Did you hear that? that <laughs> was that was that was a lot of hate in there. I'm impressed. Um, you were born as a man. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I was born right. But if you're a heterosexual cisgender person who only wants to date heterosexual cisgender people, <laughs> then you're dehumanizing transgenders, according to psychology today. Um. <laughs> this is, you know, we, I've said for a while Okay, it was never about tolerance. Mm. It was never about acceptance. It was never even about promoting. We have to actually become what what they want us to be. And they want us to be transgendered homosexuals. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, then (laughs) then you're a dehumanizer. It's so ridiculous that something like this. Would
2: appear in psychology today. Yeah, because I mean, uh, that's embarrassing. Were, it used to be, right? Like the whole conversation was around you need to respect others' sexual preference. Well, if your preference happens to be other cisgender individuals, now that's mm-hmm. dehumanizing. That's that's evil
3: and right. wrong. Or, Whereas well, or, before, it was it was just a preference. I prefer mm-hmm. heterosexuality. Or Sorry. one of their other
0: arguments. Well, this is just the way this person was born. All right. Right. Okay. that's just the way that person was born. What about the way I was born? I was born as a heterosexual. I'm not allowed to do that now. I thought we were all born this way. What happened to the Lady Gaga I God think people lyrics? at
1: home are probably looking at this and going, I cannot believe we're having this conversation. <laughs> yes, no. and, and not just on this program, yes, but no, nationally. Or, right. I mean, we, we've gotten to a point where we're having these, what, what one would have deemed as silly conversations at one point, you know? And, and now we're, we're breaking it down. We're legitimately talking about these special classes of people, and we know that the left loves to create special of classes of people mm-hmm. and pit them against each other. That's what that's about. Mm-hmm. It's trying to pit them. I don't have any, if you're transgender, you're transgender, right? Go go, have at it. Right. Don't pit me against yeah. them. And that's what they're trying to do.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's basically, uh, someone sent me the other day a, a clip from Glenn's book from 2006 or seven, An Inconvenient Book. It was the number one New York Times bestseller. Uh, and in there, we had all these like kind of ridiculous drawings about what the future could be like. And one of them was, uh, a, it was just a picture, it was a cartoon of a bunch of uh, bathroom doors and it was like man woman like you know gay bisexual transgender we had all the crazy ones and they got more and more crazy and it's like it's actually where we are now like that it was supposed to be a ridiculous yeah. exaggeration to make a point and now we're already there to the to the level that if you disagree with 19 bathroom doors you're the hater and that's what t- you know 12 years 13 years i mean it happens pretty
1: quick i never thought my 10-year-old son would come home from school and say, Dad, do you know there's a girl that can use the boys' room at school? (gasps) You've had that? I'm like, yeah, I've had that. And and so, I'm like, what? I don't really even get into the conversation with him how have we gotten to a point where that, I mean, when I was 10 years old, he's going into fourth grade. Mm-hmm. There are things that we were yeah. dealing with. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I know. And, and then that ages. I mean, we've talked about this before, but like, you know, it's one thing if you're an adult, as you point out, like you want to do what you want to do, whatever. Like, right. I, you know, I don't really care, but it's like when you're trying to change kids and make kids have life altering decisions that young, that's a real problem. I mean, we, we went over these stats recently about 85% of people who identify as transgendered as children grow up and don't have any operations or anything later grow up and are comfortable in their bodies it's about 85 percent, and the vast majority of them are wind up being gay or bisexual um, but uh, but are comfortable in their own bodies which is crazy because like we're le- this woke culture of us uh, of ours is legitimately just taking a bunch of lgbs and turning them into t's yeah. like that's like that's a they're they're now so woke that the lgbs are not woke enough we have to go all the way to the t's Eventually, we get to the Qs and the Is and the As and the yeah. two pluses, and like we 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 keep going down this road. I just don't understand why we can't have a little. Everybody, calm down. Mm-hmm. Were you we're being making... dismissive of the two spirit people? That was not. I was okay. Not. I would, and I,
3: if you accuse I me of not, that again, wow, uh, I was going to be incredibly
2: offended. Yeah. Okay. Good.
0: I do feel like we are at this weird place uh, where you know, Pat, as you pointed out, this is in psychology today, right? Mm. So we are at this weird place where. Where do you turn next? Because we've got the doctors who are not just saying this about transgendered people, but they're saying it's okay to push, uh, you know, all sorts of uh, drugs on young people without knowing the repercussions, without knowing the side effects. We're going to, yeah. you know, pump our little people full of all of these hormones because they, they're they confused and they say that they want to be, a you know, a boy when they're a girl. I mean, where do we turn when the the medical community themselves are the ones who are, spouting this
3: really dangerous yeah it's really dangerous when just what was it ten five years ago uh, this was considered a a mental illness Mm -hmm. transgenderism was a problem it was gender dysphoria Mm -hmm. and psychology today and uh, psychologists handled it as a disease and then all of a sudden now not only is it not a problem but it's a problem if you don't want to date them. <laughs> it's pretty amazing.
2: And it's, it's like in reality, we all have the common sense to know these things are ridiculous, right? Yeah. I mean, even, even I think on the left, they do. I was watching uh, the New York Times did a thing that they released today, which was I think it was 18 or 21 questions with every candidate. Mm-hmm. And so one of the candidates, one of the they were mostly like mm-hmm. policy related, but there was always they was throwing a couple of kind of more silly ones. And one of the ones they asked was, when was the last time you were embarrassed? And of course, most of them couldn't really come up with anything interesting. But Elizabeth Warren could. And she said she went through, she was talking to an audience, and she said to them, uh, you know, hey, you know, this is what I mean. I mean, we, us, us girls need to, to stick together. And then the mom said, actually, he's a boy. And she's like, oh, my God, I was so embarrassed. Well, why are you embarrassed? If this is the reality, why are you embarrassed? Mm-hmm. It's because in reality, in, in real terms, in a quiet moment where she was actually being honest, she would tell you if she could speak the truth at any moment in her life that that's, this this is nonsense, right? Like, we all know it's nonsense, but the idea that they have to come out here and pretend that this is the truth and everyone else who doesn't believe it is a hater is just, a, it's like a, a a foundational problem with our society that we can't recognize what truth is anymore. And that I don't know how you, I don't know how a civilization exists with that standard. Are you saying that Elizabeth Warren wasn't embarrassed that she was she
3: admitted to be one 1,024th. <laughs> <laughs> that was she's
2: not, not her that most was embarrassing. embarrassing
3: moment. She wasn't wow. embarrassed
1: when her husband turned her down for the beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. you want a beer. Oh, no, you don't want a beer. We really <laughs> wanted was, him to have it, too. There's so many times she should be embarrassed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a she She was pushing that beer on she him.
2: She was. She was. Yeah. She was. I know.
3: She
0: made him uncomfortable. She's,
3: she's such a natural she's
0: Before we get to the disarmament primary, I want to thank our sponsor, Cruise Through History. There is a really amazing cruise taking place. It is March 2020. You guys have got to go. Mark your calendars. Uh, Stu's going to be there. Glenn's going to be there. Rabbi Lappin's going to be there. Bill O'Reilly's going to be there, which I am still, like, I I would be very intimidated to meet Bill O'Reilly. Oh, really? So I feel like... I kind of want to meet him, but I'm kind of also scared of him. A
3: uh, pussycat, yeah, he is. Is he? Absolutely. Yeah,
0: and uh, and David Barton is yeah. also going to be there. You guys are going to go on the Eastern Mediterranean, yeah. uh, and board yourselves with Italian
2: food. Yes, yeah, so that's my my specialty. If you want to know <laughs> what the best Italian food on the ship is, you come to me. If you want to know about history and stuff, you go to David Barton and Rabbi Lappin uh, and Bill O'Reilly and Glenn Beck. I mean, it's a great. It's going to be great. You're going to get a lot of information. Plus, it's like a cruise. It's not like you're on a boat that's going to, to history sites, which would be really interesting with that crew in particular but this is like a legit cruise so you have like all the cool amenities all the fun stuff all the great food and then add it on to that as much as you can take of hearing Glenn blab about history so (laughs) it's uh it's gonna be a really fun uh really fun situation and it's you know it's it's a great time I know a lot of people are um getting it for like their dads Mm and and like people who you know never have done anything like this. I think it's a a once-in-a-lifetime type of trip.
0: Yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, bring your kids, bring your grandkids. When else are you going to get to share that experience with them, learn the roots of Western civilization? You can go to comesailaway.com to learn more. There's several different package options that they will have there that you can choose from. But you definitely want to mark it on your calendars. comesailaway.com for more. All right, Grant, we are are in... The uh, the season we are it's a long season. one. Yeah, yeah, it is, and yeah. there's a lot of people. Yeah,
1: what 967 <laughs> Democrats? I believe
0: now, it. I, it, believe 90 it 90. <laughs> I believe it is. I believe it is. So, talk to us about uh, this group of candidates. All
1: right. So, um, I've dubbed it the disarmament primary, and because every one of these candidates is trying to outdo each other about how to take away our gun rights, and what is so important about this time that we face right now is that now they're openly talking about repeal of the second amendment you you have a guy most people never heard of eric swalwell he's running for president He's congressman out in california go figure that literally talks about jailing gun owners if they don't comply with a confiscation scheme so as they try to outdo each other for who's gonna be the most anti-gun and the reason they're so anti-gun is because i think they hate gun owners more than they hate the guns themselves Mm -hmm. is there's also this underlying push for socialism And I do not think it is a coincidence that you see this rise in a push for socialism at the same time you see a rise in the push for total disarmament. The two go hand in hand. Mm. History has shown the two go hand in hand. You just have to go to Venezuela, which is not even that far off history to see what has happened there. And so people need to be aware that as they go for the Second Amendment, as soon as that one falls, they all come tumbling down.
0: Yeah. Do you think that the the average American is on board with this? Because it, it just it blows my mind. I would feel like they would be more um, aware of the fact that there's Flyover Nation, there's, you know, there's the average American that really isn't in line and really isn't comfortable giving away their gun rights, but they s- just seem to be doubling down. So am I missing something?
1: No, and I think Potomac fever is real. I think once you get to Washington, you spend too, many, too much time in any state house across the country, that you start to believe your own hype. Gun control has not worked. And we know it's about people control, not about gun control. It's not worked, typically it's been a failing issue. But These are the same people in Washington that are surrounded by armed security daily. You go to their their campaign rallies, they're surrounded by armed security. I don't know about you guys, but I can't afford no. armed security. So I leave it up to be up to myself to make my own personal dete- uh, personal protection detail. Yeah. Um, they want to take that right away. I think they are not listening. But what do the best politicians do? They listen. They're very rare, even on the conservative side of things. Politicians who listen are rare. Certainly those on the left are not listening to what America wants because America does not want their guns taken away from them.
0: No. No. Stu, so you want to jump in?
2: I was going to say, if you're going to implement socialism, there's a couple things you need to do because socialism has uh, the obviously massive problem of eventually you run out of other people's money. So, as every socialist,
0: no, I, I, hold on. I thought that things were going to be free.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. You're I know people's money, it's but so it's weird how much money free. you can spend on free things. It's it's very <laughs> strange, but it's true. And it's like you know you've seen this in every example of socialist uh, economies over the years, in which they eventually start running out of money. But they've come through a revolution in which they said this is going to be the solution. This is what's is going to make everybody's life better. So you can't bail on it. You have to take control, and that's how the fist gets more and more iron. Right. The two things that you need to get the iron fist and clamp down to keep power, it's always, they cannot be an armed public and they cannot have a free media. If you can get rid of those two things, you can get away with a lot. You You can extend your runway a long time when it comes to socialism because you're just constantly cracking down. And that's what, you know, the Second Amendment, as you point out, is so key to the success of this country. It's why we have a Constitution that's lasted over 200 years like nobody else on Earth. It's because you can't come in and do these things to America. There's 330 million guns out there. There's just no way. It's not only that, like, people are like, well... You know, if the government wants to come in, they're going to come in with their tanks and you're not going to be able to beat them. First of all, it's a ridiculous way of thinking about it. But the second thing is it's never going to be tried. You can't try it when you have a society as well armed as this one because you'd be wiping out half
1: the the country. Do you remember it was maybe a month ago when we were having uprisings in Venezuela and the government ran over the protesters with vehicles? (laughs) Mm -hmm. They ran over them. The reason they're free to run over the people in their vehicles is because the people have been disarmed. That would not happen in America today. And then you go to New Zealand now, they've already said, all right, well, we're gonna confiscate all the guns. And you got the head of law enforcement in New Zealand saying, well, we don't have a gun registry, so we don't know where all the guns are to go confiscate mm-hmm. them. We need a gun registry. And, and I've been warned about this. So many people have been warning about this, that that's what a gun registry is about. Yeah. When you go down, and every single member of the disarmament primary has a plan for an ultimate gun registry. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the government knows where the guns are. That to the point where it gets tyrannical and it wants to go round up all the firearms, now you've got a list. If you don't have a list, you can't round up all the guns. And I promise you, our founding fathers never wanted the government to have a list of who was armed and who wasn't. Yeah.
0: Pat, quick, last word. It's, a,
3: it's amazing to me how fast this has uh, morphed, too, because it used to be, I mean, within the last year or two, Democrats always said, oh, look, I love the Second Amendment as much as you do. It's just that we need common sense, uh, gun reform. <laughs> they're kind of dropping that now. The mask is sort yeah, of coming off and they're just saying, no, the Second Amendment doesn't work for us. It's it's too dangerous. It's too scary. And and so now uh, Americans have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. We have to make a choice now. And and it's a pretty, pretty clear choice this time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. All right. Back in a minute.
2: Was that a prayer? You know, she said that.
0: All right, before we go, uh, Grant, tell everyone where they can find you.
1: All right, uh, NRA TV.com. We do a show top of every hour from 8 to noon Central Time, Uh, but Apple TV, Chromecast, Roku, all of those uh, outlets have NRA TV on them, and we've got a lot of programming uh, there, and I urge people to check it out.
0: And your social media for those of you Stinchfield the
1: 1776.
0: Okay, huh? You like it's that? Just a random, random. Just random. Set I just of came numbers. up with that number
1: out of out of nowhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. Stinchfield 1776. <laughs> no, Stinchfield's too long with Grant on it. Twitter doesn't give me Grant
0: Stinchfield. Ah. So. All right. Well, we are going into overtime next. Make sure you don't miss it. You got to go to blaze TV.com uh, Use promo code NEWS for ten dollars off, and we will see you there.
2: Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. All
0: right, um, Madonna. I know all of you are, you know, you look to her for... um, Everything. Yes. Everything. For commentary on faith. Yes. On religion, on morals, yes. especially science, yes, technology, yes, yeah, everything. She's mm-hmm. just a well-rounded. Fashion. Do
1: you know what the shame is? Though I loved her old school Madonna. I, I
0: did too. That was and it's
1: it's I mean, it, but this is happening with all of Hollywood and entertainment. Like it's, I'm constantly mm-hmm. saying, this is a shame yeah. because I like that movie, but mm-hmm. then he's got to go say this, mm-hmm. or she's got to say that.
0: Yes. Um, well, Madonna apparently is, she is really, uh, she's down with Jesus. She's mm-hmm. really, really close with she's Jesus. She's shown that throughout
2: her career.
3: She
0: has, mm-hmm. she has. And, uh, she especially. was
3: Kabbalah Jewish.
0: Well, Pat, well, maybe. So she? I mean, at one she's point just at least. friends with Jesus, maybe. Oh, okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. She had mm-hmm. uh, some interesting comments on what Jesus would say about this whole abortion debate. Watch. Don't you think Jesus would um, agree that a woman has the right to choose what to do with her body.
3: <laughs> oh, Just, absolutely. She would be, nodding to that? Uh, <laughs> he would be open <laughs> to having that conversation it's with me. Unbelievable, man. First of all... Don't you think Jesus would say, it's fine, kill that baby. I didn't send him to you for any reason. Go
0: ahead and kill it. <laughs> I do have a question unbelievable. about her. Does did did something happen with her eye? Mm-hmm. Is she a pirate now? Yes, Like it's a, I don't it's statement. understand what she's, the eye patch was. She's for. eating
2: pretzel rods, and just one went right in. <laughs> it's just terrible, terrible tragedy. <laughs> Uh, she really? missed her mouth with a pretzel completely rod. Completely pretzel gone? Rod. Yes. Is it completely gone? Uh, it is okay. completely gone. Now. Dang it. Oh, well. Uh, Let's move on. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a, uh, I, I would say, a religious scholar uh, per se, but it just seems mm. to me that like there are very significant restrictions on what you can do with your body throughout the Bible and throughout right. all different faiths, yeah. uh, probably Kabbalah or whatever she's in as well. The other thing too is, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure the Pope would have a pretty easy answer for that. Um, you know, I mean, I think the idea the that answer is no, your body's not your own, right? <laughs> no. yeah, like right. I, like the whole
1: point is, uh, oh, I'm, I'm pretty mad. sure Jesus believes life begins at conception. Yes, yeah. I'm pretty yes. sure of
3: that. And he'd like you to conceive in a certain way too, which is also telling women what to do with their body. Yes. Or, or at least at or the a certain, certain res- time, restricting a, it to a or time and a place and an appropriate, uh, Circumstance. I'm
1: also pretty sure that if Jesus was watching that, he might say Madonna, consider it an outfit change. Yes, <laughs> I'm yes. pretty sure of that. that was atrocious.
0: <laughs> I just—it's just frustrating to me to see them kind of hijack the term, you know, uh, a woman's right to choose what she does yeah, with her own so body, far. even in spite of oh. the fact that there's just—it's just the thing that there's another body. Mm-hmm. In sight of her, yeah. so that what would Jesus have to say about that? Would I guess, be my question. can't.
2: I can't take the occasional libertarianism. It's like the one issue they don't want the government involved in. Like everything well, except else for federal funding, right. They, they don't want the government yes. involved yes. in that. Yes, they yeah. federal funding yeah. uh, for abortions. U.S. For out, out of my control. uterus unless you're federally yeah. funding
3: yes. it. Yes,
0: stay out of my bedroom mm-hmm. except give me the money first right. and then yes. you can go. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, so Grant, wh- I mean, is Hollywood? Are, are they ever going to stop? Are they ever going to stop pushing all of these uh, beliefs onto everyone? I don't it see it stopping
1: anytime soon. And, and I've always said for TV, movies, really the power is in control of the people. If you stop watching the movies and you turn the channel for something you don't like, but as long as you keep watching, mm-hmm. as long as you keep going to the movies, mm-hmm. they're going to be able to do and say whatever they want to say until there's some kind of ramifications. And I know so many people, like during the, the, the We Stand Movement, which is NRA called it We Stand Movement. When everybody was kneeling during the national anthem, I know so many people are saying, Well, I'm not going to watch an NFL game. Yeah. And I oh, promise yeah. you, Readings they were all- watching yeah. NFL games. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and look, you know, the, the thing about that too is
2: like, because we talk a lot about boycotts. I'm not a big boycott mm-hmm. guy at all. I don't, I don't, I don't like it generally. But I know what you mean. Like, and it's I don't true. think this is a boycott. Yeah, it's, right, just, it's just right. a personal decision. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like, in the end of the day, like, let's just say like this did happen, right? And you, and everyone was like, well, I'm not going to watch these movies anymore. All that it wouldn't change them. It wouldn't change their hearts, right? It would just make them clam up about it. Mm-hmm. Like That's they, it. they'd still be making. Like that well, would be a good thing. It would be. It would certainly make my life more. Yeah. So I'll give you that for sure.
0: Um, I, I was just I was uh, listening to. There's a new Taylor Swift single. Oh out. God, that! I'm sure you've heard it. I'm
2: sorry, I have, Of course, I have because my it's wife agonizing. is playing it constantly. It is agonizing. Well, you know, to me, because it's a big statement, uh, and I don't know where you're going with this, but <laughs> there's a big statement about uh, you have to respect LGBTQIA2+. Where's it been for the last 12 years with well, her career? Yeah, and where has it Shut been up. since it was a relevant conversation? Yeah. Like, I mean, what year is it? Like, she's taking this brave stance to yep. support LGBT. It's the easiest stance in the world. Uh-huh. No one, no one cares. Gay marriage is legal. Like, like no one's there's no this isn't even a thing it's like she's come out for interracial marriage wow what a brave stance i can't believe you did it taylor you know the the, the most offensive part of it is not even like her interjecting herself into politics it's just that she's a Bore. Like this is a boring. We should
3: come up for integration.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to? Women should take the braves. Gosh, state. darn it! Like, what year do you think this is? Like, it's just a dull stand. It's like everyone's all. It's great. Everyone wants. You know. You know. Yes, of course, they'll come up with these ways to say that conservatives don't want equal rights for gay people. We all know it's nonsense. It's been nonsense forever, and like you know, look it's one you like your job as a pop star right is to try to be in some way like pushing the envelope and it's like this envelope was sent with a stamp in 1995 <laughs> like i just i like it's over like it's like i I can't believe she thinks this is brave, yeah. and it's very, it's very similar to her stance in um, what was it Tennessee when she came out for mm-hmm. the, to yes. endorse these candidates. Like she, I feel like she's like reading like you know um, uh, Mother Jones in like the mid to late nineties, and she's coming up <laughs> with these new stances. It's like I, like these are not. Like she doesn't seem to have any real understanding as to where these issues are, and. It, and AOC or Taylor Swift? Yes. They're basically the same. I think, I think Taylor Swift probably has a little more knowledge than AOC, let's be fair. Which is sad. Uh, which is sad. Um, but it's, it shows you behind the scenes who these people are. You get these this vision of like someone, and I'm like Taylor Swift has never been a genius, but it's certainly a, a somewhat of a br- brilliant business yes. operation, right? Yes. And, you know, her songs are, you know, whatever bubblegum sort of uh, love songs, generally speaking. Um, but like, when you see them try to talk about something you know something about, it's like, it's like when Glenn tries to talk sports. You're just like, how are you even a man? Like, I, I don't even understand it. Mm-hmm. And it is so pathetic when they, they step out here because they think they're being brave. Everyone around them says they're brave and like, this is what a, what a great stance. And it's like, in reality, like this is like, legitimately, like, if you took the worst liberal blog, and then you took the the, the the editor that was out there aggregating stories the first day, that person's intern has more knowledge of this topic than mm-hmm. Taylor Swift does. And it just reveals itself in these moments, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, where where I was going Sorry, with that was... No, 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 that was good. Where I was going with that was, um, Grant, to your point, you know, I'm not a big boycott person either. I don't, you know, I'm not going to go and advocate for everyone to yeah. stop shopping somewhere or whatever, because then, as conservatives, we really would just have nowhere to go yeah, yeah. Right? in all reality but um <laughs> but my husband was reading to me i guess it was like the the uh biography or details of her new album and it was just chock full of all that garbage yeah. that you're talking mm-hmm. about Stu. and he was reading it to me and i couldn't even i was like turn it off right. i can't i can't listen to it right. anymore i'm too turned off by all of this drivel that's just so in your face obviously she's trying to pander, mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah, turn yeah. it off, I don't even want to listen yes. to it anymore.
3: I do that every day with my producer, Keith, who's always trying to play me these the clips of these idiots, and I'm like, no, I can only do it once. Put it on the show tomorrow. I can only do it <laughs> once. <Yeah. laughs> so, like, so we're smart
1: enough it. to turn it off, and you're smart enough to say I don't want to hear it. Right. So who's Taylor Swift really talking mm-hmm. to? What? 18-year-old girls, 22-year-old yeah. 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 boys yeah. mm-hmm. that are going to learn from this stuff mm-hmm. and think that Taylor Swift is is just the absolute greatest mm-hmm. and what she says must be true. Yeah. AOC gets the same thing. Mm-hmm. She says some of the most idiotic <laughs> things I've ever That's heard in my good. life, mm-hmm. and there are people that are going, oh, yeah, she <laughs> must know what she's talking about. I ha- it's embarrassing. I
0: had someone uh, actually just today because um, I did a video on, on AOC and her comments about the concentration camps, and I had a person who said, well, because I, I called her stupid. I mean, I genuinely think she's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had someone say, oh, well, when you're, you're hurling insults, you know AOC has won the argument. And I'm like, it's not an insult. I genuinely think the girl is stupid. What else do you want me to say? Do you want me to say I don't think she's smart? Is that the way I need to right. put it? Like, it's not I mean, an insult. She's dumb. She's stupid. She's dumb. And, she's and, and she's my
1: really mother dumb. will get very upset with me for calling names and saying she's dumb. But she's dumb. She
0: no. doesn't have a, a high IQ. She has low brain function. Yeah. How <laughs> else am I supposed and to say I don't
2: it? I know that a, every congressperson is, is a, you know, some intellectual, right? I mean, like, but having the basic knowledge about the things you're talking about before you do it on camera no, is just an, an easy, easy, basic thing. Yeah. might know step. what a
3: garbage disposal is. Maybe that's a good place to start. I don't Great know. Place. <laughs>
2: You know, study the garbage disposal industry
3: Mm and then Mm -hmm. come back
2: to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: All right. Pat, apparently there is talk uh, in the Atlantic League about eliminating home plate umpires in baseball.
3: Yeah, it's a minor league and they're testing it out. Um... And so they tested it last night, and there was an umpire there, but all he was doing was listening to what the computer told him, whether it was a ball or strike, huh. and he would say ball or strike. And I guess it went really That's well. That's a good job for AOC. She could handle that one. <laughs> <She> <laughs> oh, ball, she
1: ball! Ball! Could she? she no, I don't know. Knows. Unless it's one of us up to play. Strike, strike, strike.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. I don't know. I just, can't. It's I in just, your just ear. Care.
2: I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, I just, I just can't. That's like her entire piece of analysis on Yeah. TV.
0: Like, yeah. okay, whatever.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> That's where it always ends up.
3: So, <laughs>
0: uh,
2: so
3: did it so, work? Did, yeah, anyway, did it work? It did work, mm-hmm. and so it, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little torn because you want the calls to be accurate, yeah. and, and I think a computer would probably be more accurate yeah. than a human being, mm-hmm. but. Losing that human element mm-hmm. in the sport is kind of painful. I don't know. I I don't know why exactly. It just seems like um, you know. It's it's nice to have human beings
1: involved in. in so why not the just do away game? with every umpire and yeah. just have somebody sitting up in a booth they'll and, they'll and right. do it. Right. review everything? I don't. Yeah. Know, I, there's something about baseball that just is supposed to be traditional. Right? Yes. I'm still too. a guy who tucks my golf shirt in on the golf course, right? Like I, 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 it's tradition. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of umpires. I, I remember back in the day, growing up in New York, and Billy Martin yelling and screaming at umpires and in their face, and that right. was entertainment too. It's all part of
2: the game. It's part of the game. Yeah, I mean, they've done a a, a couple studies on this, because they did this pitch tracks thing, and I think they found something that's actually a good in-between point, which is, the umps are still there making the calls, but there's a retroactive way of judging them afterwards, and saying okay, you missed nine calls in that game, you know, and they're able to judge their performance. As re- as umps have, have known that that's there, their percentage just have improved because but that's different guarding. than the
3: balls and strikes, right?
2: You're no, talking about no. Calls. I'm saying about balls and strikes. Really, yeah, balls yeah, and strikes yeah. that would stop and no, they don't stop it. What they do is they do the whole game and they get a report every oh, week okay. as to how they did. Okay. So. I don't mentally. Mind that. Mentally umps are thinking to themselves, yeah. I gotta make sure exactly. these calls are right. Yeah. Or or, you mean or called
1: out. Accountability? Yes.
0: Yeah, responsibility
1: you. right. for your own actions yeah. that actually has an effect? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, just so in
0: baseball, not, not in oh, Right, right, not in anything. Please else. don't Sorry. go crazy, Grant. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Yesterday's poll, should President Trump avoid war with Iran at all costs? Interesting. Although I think it was, the, I think it was the wording of the question. Fifty-two yeah, so percent of you too. said no. Forty-eight percent said yes. But we did discuss it on the show. It is. It does say at all costs, and that's a pretty absolute term. So at all costs, that that's,
3: If it was at all costs, and you're considering all the
1: costs, you'd have to say no. Right. right? You, you, you would have to. Right. The you, at all costs gives it the that. Yeah. Anyone that said yes Everything was we not do. thinking. Yeah. It would
2: be great to, do, you know, I'd really like to not go to war with Iran. Like, Me you know, too. But you if would? They, if, yes. they, if they come up with a nuclear weapon and, you know, blow up Charlotte, right. yeah, we're going to war with them. Like, <laughs> that's going to happen.
1: You know? yeah. Here's the thing that the left needs. We don't want to go to war with anyone. Yeah. Right? right. Nobody does. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to go to war. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you yeah. have to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Uh, No, that was it wasn't. That wasn't a prayer. Okay,
1: okay. I just want to make sure I
0: understand it. Uh, Today's poll. What did you think of President Trump's rally last night, which was, of course, his first rally uh, of his reelection campaign for 2020? The options, I have been told, are fantastic, good, meh or didn't watch. Um, I actually personally did not watch it. I just I saw highlights and I saw crowd sizes. But Stu, you want to weigh in?
2: I mean i think trump rallies uh are you know i mean they're they're very similar to each other you know you get the idea he's a great crowd though right he launched his campaign and uh, there was a lot of people You <laughs> I mean, didn't cheering. really answer the question right. <laughs> no Thank you. I, I gotta, I gotta say you did not really answer question. uh i you know i didn't watch that. I, I didn't watch like trump rallies at a trump rally we've seen them if you've seen one you've yeah. seen every trump rally a lot of people yeah. cheering him saying you know a, a, a very similar things about the wall and, and about uh, how good the economy is and these are good yeah, but he good announced points. his candidacy yeah, i know we all knew he was running everyone know right. knows this he filed <laughs> f- paperwork to run like the day after his election or his inauguration I can't mm-hmm. remember which one it was uh, but he's been running he's had a campaign operation going the whole time it's just
1: like well, we're pretty sure that he was gonna run for re-election I was at least I
0: a lot know. of enthusiasm though right Grant? oh I mean, yeah mean, you're, you're
1: they, for they're, they're gonna go crazy for him when he comes to yeah. town and and rightly so I mean he he's the man right now he's doing a great job and 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 his supporters love him um, I prefer to watch a Trump. News conference or yeah, yeah, exactly. gaggle of reporters around him—that's yeah. much more entertaining for me as yeah. I watch him do his thing. Yeah, I, I'm with you on
2: that. Like, I'd rather have him back and forth than than just the, mm-hmm. you know, like you know the the, the lock her up chance. I mean, I remember it. I, like, I've seen it before. <laughs> as I got, I mean, it might be a good movie, but I've seen the movie. The York times
1: where he gets in his little comedy routine, yeah. it's it's it can funny. be entertaining. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Pat? You didn't answer the question. How did you feel
3: about it? I'm sorry, nobody asked me. Oh, Pat, I think Sarah
0: did. Pat how what? would you answer that question?
3: I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> the really, really quickly
0: really quickly um grant who were you saying because i would just for comparison's sake we're talking about the trump rally a bunch of people showed up a lot of enthusiasm who did you say was outside nra headquarters yesterday
1: so uh eric swall oh, oh yeah congressman from california who is desperately trying to garner some kind of attention so he, this is the guy that said he's going to lock gun owners up if they don't comply with his yes. confiscation or scheme or nuke them Or nuke them, right? We have the nukes, he says. Uh, He shows up outside NRA headquarters. There's another unique idea. Nobody's ever done this before either, right? (laughs) Show up there. Uh, He couldn't even muster more than 13, 15 people to show up Mm. there. Oh, no. And and he pushed a 65-point plan, which is no different than any of the other candidates. There was an article in The Washington Times, I don't know if you saw this, about they all sell the same hot dogs. And they were saying that every one of these members of the disarmament primary and the Democratic primary, they all have the same policies. They're pushing the same things. There's nothing mm-hmm. that makes yeah. them unique. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you say about President Trump, he certainly mm-hmm. is unique. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He certainly is different from anybody else who's ever run. Yep. All the rest of them are all the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that sets anyone apart from anybody else.
0: Yeah. Well, except maybe their identity politics. Right. Like you've got a black woman running and you've got a a gay white man running yeah. and you got that that's, that's the only the thing only that they difference. have. That's the only thing that they have.
1: But in the end they all deal in identity politics. Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly yes. right. Uh, Grant, it's been a pleasure. Thank, thank you so you. much so for much joining fun. us. So much Thank
1: you, Sarah.
0: Uh, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys as well.
2: Amen. folks. Oh, Amen, you. Sarah. <laughs> Amen. Was that a prayer? Oh, yes, it was. Okay.